This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Jackbox. Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack from the creators of You Don't Know Jack. Now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to jackboxgames.com for more info. Welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guests today are Sean Bowers and Stephen Wentrell, and they talk to me about their love of Garfield. You know him? You probably feel indifferent about him. Uh, but these guys have a lot of opinions uh, that have changed over the years, and uh, this is so thoughtful and funny throughout, um, seemingly such a, a broad weird comic um has really uh they can cite so specifically how it uh really bolstered their love for comics at the the beginning of their their lives uh as fans of the genre um and and cite ways that it still keeps people interested in the medium uh they realized mutually that they have this interesting relationship slash obsession with Garfield at their monthly show that they host at IO together called Omnibus. The next one is according to IO's website on January 19th. Um, and it's a monthly live lit comedy show that takes a deep dive into some of your favorite and not so favorite comics they host but there's a cavalcade of guest contributors it mixes comics history business multimedia and memory into an hour-long retrospective um and i think that that show description is also really fitting for what they did here regarding that uh beloved orange cat that we just can't get enough of. So I think that you guys are really going to enjoy this. And if you like this, I can't think of a better member, fellow member of the Chicago Podcast Co-op to recommend than Tight Pencils, which is a show that explores the process of making art. Matt and Kevin sit down with a maker, cartoonist, painter, or designer to find out about their work and what inspires them to create. The host of that, Kevin Budnick, or one of the co-hosts, I should say, is a past guest of MBSing, so check out his episode about Nicktoons if you so choose. Some other quick plugs. Uh, you can see me at the Annoyance this month on Thursday nights at 8 during previews for Ask Your Doctor, a pharmaceutical musical at Thursday nights at 9.30 during the Fishbowl, which is a show where we encourage students of the theater and other improv theaters in the city to come put their student ID into the Fishbowl and maybe get some playing time with some Annoyance teachers and current performers Friday nights and Sunday matinees. Uh, got two weeks left to see the Annoyance Christmas pageant that is Charlie Brown Christmas and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So if you get a little bug to get some peanuts in your life after this conversation, they come up a few times. I don't think you can have Garfield Convo without Peanuts Convo, both above the fold in my uh, home newspaper growing up. Come check those out. 
this weekend, I ask you to attend in my stead on Saturday night at 8 p.m. at the Some Office Theater, 1917 North Elston. The Nerdalogs are putting up Nerd Wars 2, an original show that we put together that I helped write. Uh, that's our take on these Star Wars holiday special. We're doing some cool raffles involved in that. There are some cool fake commercials that some past guests of the show and probably future guests of the show helped us put together, um, that I think are hilarious. I can't imagine a better way to spend a fine Saturday night the weekend before Star Wars The Force Awaken comes out. Help get yourself in the mood. The following night, uh, Sunday the 13th at 7 p.m. at the same Some Office Theater at 7 p.m. I said that twice, but that's all right. Now you definitely know the time. You can see your stories. This is our annual recording uh, where we invited 10 of our favorite speakers from the past year um, to come back and tell another story. Uh, by our favorites, I mean, they were voted on by our listeners, by our group members, as many people as we could convince to fill out a survey about which your stories guests they liked this year. So I can imagine that will be a most excellent show. I'm very bummed to miss it. But if you can't listen to it there, or if you can't watch it there, you can listen to it later as a part of the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Bring it around and around and around. Uh, if you enjoy... This episode, this podcast, if you listen to Tight Pencils like that show, um, I would encourage you strongly to rate any of these shows on iTunes. You can find all the Chicago Podcast Co-op shows in one iTunes playlist. If you like branching out into other podcasts, check out Stephen Winchell's. It's called Space Lincoln. They watch and discuss Star Trek uh, you can also check out Steve's comic that we mentioned during the show, Little Boy's Room. Sean is putting together some comics of his own. I've seen a couple of those, and they're very funny. Um, and you can also find somewhere, someplace, right? It's got to be somewhere. Sean directed and edited the Shock Tees pilot um, featuring... Uh, Past guests of MBSing, Tim Dunn, Sarah Shockey, and Tyler Patterson, who we talk about at the very top of this very episode. Wow. What a segue. I Enjoy. absolutely agree. Thanks for listening. I thought that was a really, really interesting yeah, episode. Uh, and it's about Tyler and Ghost. Yeah. Tyler, which, which Tyler? W. Tyler Patterson. Oh, W. Wow. Tyler yeah, yeah. Patterson. <laughs> Noted w. author Tyler Patterson. Author, yeah, we yeah. talked. Musician. It was like a few weeks before uh, Dark, Dark Satellites, satellites yeah. plopped, so we talked a little <laughs> bit about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my book's coming out. It's going to plop on <laughs> December 3rd. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was really like. There are a couple ones like that where the topic very directly relates to, like, what the um, person does, like, either for a living yeah. or, like, as a main creative, uh, you know, outlet or whatever, or something that they would like to be doing for a living, I guess, is the best way to put that. Oh, sure, sure. Um, but that one was, was super specifically <laughs> interesting where that was concerned because he's like, yeah. 
writing things that he's like experienced as a person yeah. basically via either like in dream or in research in research in nightmare in like Absolutely. his own personal life it was really fascinating and creepy this and book's pretty creepy yeah that's i think sarah told me that yeah, she had read I, fucked up. I was i was gonna it, go i mean not in a bad way right right but it's it is fucked up it's, it's uh, is it good yeah I'd you say it. you read oh you i've read, you read parts of it oh, okay and I listened to him do a reading of the first, like, oh, cool. bookseller or whatever. Bookseller, and it yeah. was pretty spooky. Huh. I didn't yeah. know it was a spooky Ooh, story. I thought it was, like, a sci-fi story. It's a little... What do I know? The cover it looks is. very sci-fi. It's a yeah. sci-fi. It's, it's, it's like a it star a, island or something. It has and a it's science fiction tech. premise, but it, it's a, it's a horror mm-hmm. story. Serial killers on the loose. And a computer. Really. Nope. 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 It's a spooky nope. story. Yeah, it's not that, though. Right. It's, it's not what it is. Right. I mean, it's not what it is. I guess we'll just have to check yeah, it out for ourselves. I don't, and this is n- nothing on Tyler, but I just don't think I will ever read it because <laughs> I don't like the scary things. <laughs> I don't like them. I think you should be able to. Uh, oh, I, don't, I, was, I don't know why I was doing that. Oh, I didn't want you to be uncomfortable. I'm touching mics. I Your mic is, like, far taller than all the other no, ones. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm doing great. My mouth is right here. I'm doing great. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, well, my guests today are my friend Sean Bowers and Stephen Winchell. Do you prefer Steve or Stephen? Uh, for you, Stephen. <laughs> Just for me? <laughs> Just for you. That's nice of you. That's I right. feel like I've mostly known you as Steve. but Yeah. Well, eh. <laughs> let's switch it up today. Okay. Why not? All right. Let's give it a spin. Okay. See what happens. Stephen. <laughs> well, well. You've changed. I've changed, man. <laughs> it's 2016. Almost. Is it? Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, you're way off. No, yeah. Uh, and there. They're going to be talking to me about their mutual love of Garfield. Love is Hell the yes. best word for it. <laughs> yeah. Mutual. Yeah. Love. Mutual. Absolutely. Yeah. Infatuation. Yep. He's great. Knowledge of. He's America's favorite cat. Yeah. I mean, nothing else comes to mind. Yeah, who else? Like. Felix, Heathcliff, <laughs> Heathcliff, Bull- Top Cat, bullshit, all bullshit. Mr. What's the Doctor Evil's cat? Biggles Mr. Bigglesworth. Mr. Bigglesworth. Yeah. That cat's pretty cool. That cat's pretty. <laughs> we right. do not nibble on our kitty. <laughs> Doctor Evil's in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Evil's here. That's everyone. nuts. Fourth guest. That's nuts. Doctor Evil. Uh, he won't talk too much, <laughs> but he will be really Just like. He's actually a very conscientious observer. Uh, hmm. He may throw in a thought on Jim Davis here and there. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Jim Davis is probably Doctor Evil in real life. <laughs> yeah, similar body types. Yeah. I think <laughs> at the very least. At the very similar least. goals to take over the world. Yeah. I feel. Uh, wh- how do you think? Um, your love uh, for Garfield started, and uh, I'll, I'll let whichever one of you would like answer the question first. But go ahead and introduce yourself at the top, so that or like say who's speaking, so that sure. people know yeah. whose voice is whose. I'll go. Well, I'll go because Steve's pointing. Stephen is pointing at me. <laughs> uh, so no, it's is, Steve for you. Pal. This is this is Sean uh, Bowers, uh, and my love of Garfield started uh, when I was a kid because I think he was like the first. Before I was even into, like, comics, comics, like, mm-hmm. eventually I would get into, like, X-Men and, like, superheroes and all that stuff. 
But Garfield was, as a child, like the introductory, the thing that you read first. Sure. Newspaper comics It's in above general, the fold. Yeah, they're the things you read first, <laughs> and they're the things that are available at Scholastic Book Fairs. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Garfield's, what are we, it's the Garfield three, three. Fat Cat. Fat Cat three, three pack. pack. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Fat Cat three pack. You got three skinny, long books in the mm-hmm. shape of, of a three-panel strip. Uh, they don't fill your bookshelf well, and the book is giant, so you feel like you're getting a value. And I can picture them perfectly. Yeah, yeah, they're always ragged. They're always you always buy them used because everybody uses them and then resells them. Yeah, uh, but he was great. He was so simple. You didn't have to like think. You didn't have to know anything as a kid. You didn't have to like understand references. Mm-hmm. You just had need to know he was fat. He was lazy. He loved lasagna, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and he had a couple friends. That would show up from time to time. That's all you needed. Dog friend, human friend. Dog friend, human friend. <laughs> Sometimes dog enemy, human enemy. Right. Depending on his mood, which was notoriously uh, wavering. Surly. Yeah, from day to day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. He was great. And then now, you know, I view him differently, obviously. And when sure. I'm sure we'll talk about that. But, like, he's just, he evolves. He grows up with you, but he doesn't grow up with you. And, I say, and now he's just, like, a philosophical thing to think about. And I don't know. He's great. He's yeah. great. Great answer. Yeah. Uh, this is me, Stephen Winchell. Hello. Um, <laughs> Thank you Garfield. for using the proper Stephen. <laughs> <Of course>. Garfield <laughs> is ju- – he, he just is. And <laughs> I, I can't remember the first time that I read Garfield, but he just was always in my life. Like uh, my parents would always buy Garfield – uh, keepsake ornaments from Hallmark oh, yeah. every yes. every Christmas. So, like, if you see my Christmas tree at home, it'll be, like, baby's second Christmas, and it's Garfield <laughs> holding, like, a candy cane number two. So, like, this goes all the way back. And, in fact, like, um, my parents were just unpacking some Christmas stuff, and they found uh, an illustration that I had done when I was a kid in Cran, and it's just Garfield. Oh, yes. Um, I remember. It's great. I saw that. And, like, the Garfield Christmas special I used to watch all the time, the Garfield uh, Thanksgiving special I used to watch all the time. Um, and, of course, it was in the newspaper, and it was one of the only comics that I could read as a kid. Sure. Um, and I was absolutely – like, I loved it because it's so simple, and it, mm-hmm. it's so easy to look at, and it's so easy to take in immediately what this comic is all about. Um, and it, it had a much more of a, of a sensibility in that, even more than, like, Peanuts. Mm-hmm. And – uh, it, Calvin and Hobbes was far more subtle, and the Far Side was way too weird <laughs> for like a like a seven year old kid. kid. Right, yeah. Like within a couple of years, I was obsessed with Calvin and Hobbes, with, but like yeah. for a second there, you know, nothing could touch Garfield. Garfield. So was like Garfield, king. yeah. Garfield introduced me to comics in a way. So like, <laughs> when he had an attitude. He had he like, had he was attitude. Kind of like attitude. Cat- oh, okay, I was gonna sorry. do the same thing. Sorry, sorry you guys. Beat me to the punch. Wow. <laughs> you guys are better people than I am, uh, or worse. Mm, or I was gonna worse. say better. <laughs> he was like he was like Bart Simpson before we, you were old enough to be allowed to like it, be interested in Bart Enjoy Simpson. Enjoy the Simpsons. Yeah, because Bart right. Simpson would be like, "Don't care about work." Yeah, and, he, and, and he was an underachiever, but Garfield was just like. You could have a cool poster of Eat. Garfield wearing sunglasses Lasagna. being like, I'm not doing anything today. <laughs> and that's like, that's safe, you know? It was, a, it was like, a harmless kind of shorts, authority. Man. He yeah. just hated, like, normal, non-authoritarian He hated things. Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Offensil- his biggest o- things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, how do you feel, like, do, you, do you, either of you remember, like, you know, I, I, for me anyway, and I'm not even as big into comics as either of you were, but like every Sunday, I would read the comics like cover to cover, like yeah. pretty much every Sunday. Do you remember a time in your life 
when you we, like were doing that and you're just like wait a minute like this is like i could see why i liked this as a younger person but now like do you remember where that turn happened or uh, i think it's once you realize that they're just doing the same stuff it's like right once you get to the end of their list of like things mm-hmm. I, that doesn't make any sense but like eventually they start to cycle and they start to loop back around and it's like oh, okay we're going back to that thing i've seen that before and now i'm old enough that i can recognize that i've seen that before that makes sense uh but like that's just the natural state of it when you're like this infinite like never ending story like when they you are. have to produce something yeah literally every day, every day yeah. yeah yeah and like they're not there's only so many for like, how many years uh, yeah. almost 40 yeah there's is he so still making new comics he, well uh, he's we don't know arguably he is, he is but yeah. there is new garfield yeah there are new garfield, new garfield. Garfield. but it may or may not be jim davis garfield. it might just be a computer that just spits them out they put in they put in all of the old ones and they just like recombine yeah. panels yeah, might as well. I, like why even bother to draw i think them, we were, when we were looking at research and stuff uh back for the last show because we did a, a lot of talking about garfield um uh, we he works for a little, what, like four hours a month on the actual garfield I think Jim Davis like oh he like ri- I think he like writes them he yeah. sits down for like you know X minutes every month knocks out a bunch of them and then I think sends out his team to like do the drawing and all that stuff yeah. really yeah because he's focused now on like Pause Inc which is the like Garfield parent company or whatever so he's he more focused the merchandise he's focused on licensing and oh, and all so that business so he's still like the head of the Garfield oh, he's, Empire. Yeah, he's like the huge, he's yeah. the guy that you have. He's the George Lucas to Star Wars. He, like you, well, That's, no longer, but you have to go through him, right? With any like narrative or license or whatever yeah. it might be, he has to go through. That's him. really interesting. I didn't even think about it like that. Like even though he may not be the strip actually is like, creating them anymore. The strip is perfunctory oh, I, I at this point. Yeah, I can't tell you when he stopped, but I, I bet it was pretty quick. <laughs> Like, I bet it was pretty quick when he was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, Someone as soon else as he in. saw the window yeah. to be able to just pass it off. Well, because I, I would imagine, yeah. He was, uh, he was like a, he was. He's a marketing guy. He was a marketing guy and then an art, like, in college, marketing student slash art, art student. student. Yeah. And immediately after getting out, he just looked around and was like, okay, they're they already doing a dog with Snoopy, so let's do a cat, because cats are the next biggest oh thing. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So it really was like. He it was assessed oh, yeah. it what was he could do yeah. that would garner he did an a audience. SWOT analysis and realized well, that, he, like, he oh had a my too. god, not an actual. He had an right, right, right. Comic. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I knew what you meant, yeah. but like, but I, I, I still, it's like, it's nuts. I never would have thought so that counted. that was the yeah. way that it, it came is about. Totally focused. That's fascinating. Because he, what he did was he, he would look at. Um, the merchandising sales for peanuts. Yeah, and he saw that right. Snoopy was the big seller but charlie brown and the gang were not so like if there were t-shirts with charlie brown on it versus t-shirts with snoopy on it snoopy was outsold it you know like of course it did joe cool like come on that was everywhere joe cool (laughs) cool dude the stefan urkel of of the 70s yeah yeah and oh, so yeah. Jim Davis is like, look, I'm I'm here to make money. I'm here to make something that that's going to be everywhere. Fascinating. I'm not even going to bother with the kids. I'm just going to make the Snoopy. But I can't make Snoopy, obviously, so what am I going to make? It's yeah. not even – he didn't even try to, like, shroud it in any sort of passion project. It yeah, was just no. like <laughs> – I don't think he ever has. 
Yeah, and that's I think she's been upfront about this, which like, is his really? entire career. It's yeah. kind of the weirdly respectable part of it is like that's true. He's just like yeah. I mean, nobody. I don't think a ton of his readers don't really know that that's the thing. Sure, and like kids don't know you? that that's the thing. Right. So kids like, don't care. What are you, people what are you can appreciate it on one level, that? and then we can re- you know discover that our gods are fake <laughs> later in life. Yeah, I mean, like, I wonder you know. if any like ants have ever sat down with like chuck Lorre and talked to him <laughs> about like his his the passion he puts behind this project uh, you know well, what i mean, I mean like uh, it's like uh, a similar to me it seems it's like very, a, it, it's not dissimilar uh, like it seems like that guy just sits down and goes like what sells and yeah. <laughs> just the mention of uh chuck Lorre's name made me cringe in my seat but <laughs> I, that's, uh, that's well, i spilled a drink so oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. it's fine I think that's where Garfield lost me as a kid because, like, I started getting involved with comics and I realized that, you know, on the same page was Calvin and Hobbes. That which was, was nothing but so thoughtful. Art and nothing but an artist pushing himself and pushing the medium to its breaking point and, mm-hmm. and having to redefine what a comic was. And I was just like, well, this is amazing. Right. And then and I then went, and, and then, you know, I'd read, I'd, I'd never stopped reading Garfield, but I'm just like, well, Okay, skip. You know, right, like, uh, right. I'll, got I'll, it. I'll, I'll graze over it, but like I'm not going to. So would you even right. discovered Calvin and Hobbes if it weren't for Garfield? I don't think so. Right. You know, I don't think so. Yeah. He's like a necessary like baseline for everyone. I bet I could still put the comics page together in my head from the old Connecticut Post. It was like Peanuts, Wizard of Id, <laughs> Hagar the Horrible, uh, Shoe. Remember Shoe? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I can go on. I don't remember. Gasoline Shoe. Alley. I don't remember Gasoline Alley. I remember we had Rugrats. Oh, yeah. Was Rugrats based on the Based on the cartoon? cartoon? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a terrible comic. We had Spider-Man for a while. Yeah, a little while. Family Circus. Mary Worth. Mary Worth. (laughs) (laughs) Gil Thorpe. Ooh. Gail Thorpe. Gil Thorpe. Gil Thorpe. He was a basketball coach for high school. I'm doing a new version. It's Gail Thorpe. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool. I'm going to change it up. Garfield was was certainly the king of the page. Dilbert. Dilbert. Oh, I loved Dilbert please. as a kid. I don't think we could get out of this combo. <laughs> I didn't know any of the office stuff because I didn't work in an office. I was I was but a child. Right. But I loved Dilbert. Oh, boy. I was a member of the uh, Dilbert Marching Society. What was it? It was like his email newsletter, Scott Adams' oh, email Scott. newsletter. And it was one of the first <laughs> things I got in my email. when I, My very first email address, I would get the Dilbert. What was your email address? Uh, it was fantasticx at yahoo.com. Oh, wow. And it was a mixture of the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. And the X-Men. Yeah. 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 Fantastic X. Yeah. Or no, it was, oh, no, gosh. Oh, sorry. This is just a tangent. But it was uh, uh, Trevelyan006 yeah. at Yahoo. It was my very first one. I got rid of that really quick. The bad guy from GoldenEye. Because I was obsessed wow. with, for some reason, I loved the idea of Alec Trevelyan, uh, a rogue double O agent. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Sean Bean fan over here. I love Sean Bean. You know, Sean B loves Sean Bean. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But I got the Dilbert newsletter, and there weren't any there weren't any comics in it. It was just Scott Adams's like rants about stuff. Oh, like God. It was like, I was going to say, that sounds awful. So I would go to the Worst. library, I would print it out, and I would read it, and it was great. And now I realize that Scott Adams, I, he's like nuts, too. He's, yeah. he's a, actually a bad man, as opposed to Jim Davis, who's just like a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> he's a bad person. Like, right. Uh, Scott, Scott Adams a bad has like person. dangerous opinions. Yeah. Whereas Jim Davis is just like just an kind of a crappy dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like blob of a thing. Yeah. Who, like you said, it's almost refreshing that he's willing to admit that yeah. that's the way that he approaches Garfield in yeah. general. Yeah. He's a uh, he's a moneymaker. He's in it f- in it for the paycheck. Bu. 
Do oh. what you do. I, I thought it was you're doing a Boston. <laughs> oh no, I'm just telling him to be you. B e y o u. Yeah, cool. Jim Davis. Um, <laughs> but so you guys were mentioning this uh, before we were on mic that Jim Davis is like worth who knows how much money. Eight hundred uh, million. Around eight hundred million dollars. Yeah. More than Sting. More than Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Really? Stephen King. He's uh, he's neck and neck with Stephen King. King? Yeah. Oh, man, that is insane. And Paul McCartney is worth. Like one point two billion, so like Jim Davis isn't super far off. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah, it's I a think fucking Beatle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think J.K. Rowling's probably like you know one point something. Yeah. So she's not far off from these people who have made you know if Garfield a remarkable gets mark on society. one more right. good resurgence, he could really if somebody if if we forget Garfield for a hot second and he comes back stronger than ever, he could Jim Davis could just. Whew, I mean, are they going to make any more of those movies? The movies? I don't I think. I don't think so. I think if you'd stop at two, that's not a good sign. But I think <laughs> they, w- I think they will reboot it yeah. in like another five years. I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah, it's probably go back to a cartoon only. I would imagine the next movie is cartoon. Oh only. yeah, I mean, well, look at Peanuts. Like, yeah. there's definitely a, a nostalgia big right now. Like, like remounting. Oh yeah, I mean, because Peanuts was so faithful, and the Garfield movie was not faithful at all. <laughs> like, if you just did a faithful <laughs> Garfield movie. I think that'd be. I who's think kids the, will love it. Who's the lead in the Garfield movie? It's different for both. It's, uh, no, it's the same guy. Oh, is it's, it? Uh, oh gosh, what's his name? From he was Rat in Rat Race. Race. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Breckin Meyer. Breckin Meyer. Meyer. Yeah. And Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hewitt and yeah. Bill Murray. Wow. Of course, Bill Murray. But you, who gives a pretty good performance, all things considered? Like yeah. he could have phoned it in. He didn't. No. I read in a um, a, I think it was a fucking GQ interview of Bill Murray. That he said that he thought, like, the whole project, while it was mounting, he was only on board because he thought Joel Cohen the Co- of yeah, the, the Cohen the Brothers yeah. was the writer. But it's just some other well, dude named Joel Cohen. It's e- it, Ethan. It's Ethan Cohen is the writer. E-T-A-N. And then there's oh. actually Ethan Cohen. Yeah. So it's like... I think a lot of Hollywood made that mistake, <laughs> right. which is why Eaton Cohen got a is, lot of work. Not, I don't know a lot of his working, stuff. But, yeah. uh, but, like, yeah, that was his thing. And then I guess he just, like, went with it after that. Yeah. He came I back think for a sequel. So they I mean, I heard, uh, money yeah. at him. I heard he just did not listen to direction. I heard he just, like. <laughs> that yeah, does surprise he me. He just did it. He probably showed up, he read yeah. it, and left. Yeah. <laughs> which is great. That's the boomerang right way. It, it doesn't sound like he phoned it in. He sounds like he's really giving it his all. Would you know, though? It's Garfield. I've. His well, laissez-faire yeah. attitude could be disguising. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. You know, something. But also, like, Bill Murray phoning it in is, like, Still better than most people yeah. doing their best, probably. Aloha. The movie Aloha. He's phoning it in. Uh, that's a, uh, I didn't you know realize he was in Aloha. that. Yeah. What? Have you seen Aloha? Oh, yeah, I saw it. How was it? Yeah, I saw Aloha. How was it? Uh, you know, it's interesting. It's not not a ringing I'm not going to say it's good, but is it interesting? Yeah. All right. It's more interesting than uh, a lot of movies. Is it more interesting than We Bought a Zoo? I was going to ask you also to compare it to other Cameron Crowe movies. I just watched, well, I haven't even finished it. I just started watching Jerry Maguire for the first time. Somehow oh. I'd never, I'm a Tom Cruise mega fan. You know what? I've never seen that whole movie. It's good. It's a weird movie too. And I think that's the thing. I think Cameron Crowe movies are always just weird. Mm-hmm. And like there was a time when it was charming and then people were like, I don't know if it's charming anymore. Or like it's only charming sometimes. I think Elizabethtown really hurt camera uh, crow yeah. i really do i think he that's the one where people back. saw it and they were like Woof, what were we <laughs> thinking with yeah. this guy Cameron, yikes. <laughs> yeah. orlando bloom <laughs> yeah. and kirsten dunn's the like weird vacuum of personality that's put together <laughs> it's a weird ugh. 
Was it, it was Kirsten Dunst, right? Yeah, I didn't. See I think you're right. Elizabeth Taylor. I, I didn't see Elizabeth. I think you're right. Let's all go watch Elizabeth. Very bad. Uh, I would rather not. We could take an hour and a half, come back, <laughs> yeah, talk we'll about back. that. It's it's a pretty baffling movie. Like it yeah. doesn't really make sense structurally. Huh. Well, that's it. That was the thing with Aloha too. It, it it doesn't have like a structure to it per se, but mm-hmm. I find that interesting. And Jerry Maguire kind of the same. Where it's just like you don't know what's going to happen next because it could go in any direction. There's not really a <laughs> he, traditional. He narrative. could do whatever he wants. <laughs> Aloha gets distracted. There's like a there's a, a plot with like a satellite that's about to crash. And like Bradley Cooper satellite? has to <laughs> hack the satellite, and like they go to see a real Hawaiian tribe with like a king, and the king plays himself. Like I guess there's just like a tri- there's a so they got a real Hawaiian like king, but they nation. couldn't get yeah. an actual Asian woman to yeah. play that role. They kind of explained <laughs> that. I was okay with that. They kind of explained that. And Emma Stone, what a charmer, you know. I love Emma Stone. No one's talking about wrong. Emma Stone. No, no. <laughs> Let's let her play all the ethnicities. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. Name an ethnicity. Let's let her play it. Go no, on, I, Emma Stone. No, I, I don't want to play. It. It's a crazy, stupid love. You know, just let her play it. All right. I actually really liked Crazy Stupid. I love, love. that movie. <laughs> Screw Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Emma Stone. She's a redhead, just like Garfield. Garfield's kind of orange. Yeah, uh, kind ginger. of a different. Yeah, ginger. it's kind of a different thing. Um, I never thought of Garfield was ginger. I <laughs> took these kids I was babysitting to see A Tale of Two Kitties. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. because, because <laughs> Prince and the Popper of They're Garfield. <laughs> what a great name for a movie. <laughs> Their dads oh, were like. Hey, like, if you want to take us to see a movie, that's fine. And I grew up in this really small town, and it was an easier thing than, like, entertaining them for an hour and a half. And we had one movie theater, and it had, like, two screens. And that was one of the movies playing. So I was like, ugh, guess this one. And it was, like, you know, $10 for four of us or something like that. How was it? And I couldn't tell you because I slept through most of the movie. I, I think I saw one. the beginning and was like, woof, this is worse than I could have <laughs> expected. Like, kind of nodded off, woke back up. The kids were still, like, actually paying attention to it. I really, truly don't remember anything. It's yeah. like a British cat, right? Like a royal cat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because it is Tim Prince Curry. Curry. Like I think said, Tim Prince Curry did the voice. Oh. Really? I think so. Man. I wonder if that was a device so that Bill Murray wouldn't have to do as much. Maybe. Oh. I wonder if that... Bring in two kitties because they can only get him to say... Was it Did they spell it? I sure hope so. I do, too. If not, they really miss an opportunity. Yeah, just like Shrek 4, the road chip. That could have been Shrek goes forth. That's what I always said. Shrek the third. Uh, I I mean, I think the biggest example of that is they didn't do trans... Formers. Oh, those idiots. Oh. Come on. Yeah. yeah, they had a shot. That's you only right have, there. You only have one chance for something like that. That's <laughs> the golden. That's like when your birthday Exactly. It's same, like the whatever. golden birthday you, of a movie franchise. If you're lucky enough to make it to Transformers. Fast 4 did it. Fast. Fast yeah. 4. In the Fast and Furious movies. What do you mean it, it did it? What did it do? The Fast 4. That's a cool name. It wasn't called the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> that's it. You know what? He's got a salient point. You know what? Because now they've all now it's Furious. You, know what? you win Fast Seven. You win Fast Six. You win Sean. Furious Five. Fast Five is actually Fast Five. Let's not get that twisted. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, saying. Yeah. It was a good point until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. Oh yeah. yeah. Shot down in flames. Garfield, 2015. Garfield. Oh yeah. 
2017, Garfield. 2017, Garfield. All CG. Yeah, that's John it. Arbuckle is voiced if by Jim Davis. If they can make Davis. Garfield's textures look as good as they do on Snoopy in that Peanuts movie, that Ooh. looks pretty good. Yeah. Good-looking textures, and it still really? looks kind of two-dimensional. Yeah. You know, but it, it looks classic, but new all that's, at once. That's yeah. cool. I really, I mean, and people are really lauding that movie. I think the general consensus yeah. is that it's, like, good and loyal and, like, yeah. the yeah. things that people like it's about that simple. franchise. Yeah. And very, um... They they really took a lot of care to do that where they would they went through like every single Peanuts comic and they were really? like here are examples of what a camera movement would look like just based on how this this comic is oh laid that's out. cool and they were like y- yeah let's do, there are some rules like you don't show the bottom of Snoopy's uh, doghouse so let's never do that and it was really cool they never show the bottom of Snoopy's doghouse in the strip nope oh wow interesting so what do you think do what do you think's down there. Uh, probably like some realistic planks. human butt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Why not? That was just a prank. <laughs> I'm just not? pulling a prank on you. It was a prank for the listeners. You know, that's in Sean's fanon. <laughs> Fanny. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Woo. Uh, Love it. Sean, you referenced yeah. when you. Uh, when you're talking about like how you first fell in love with Garfield and like uh, Garf- strips as in general, that you feel like you have a different perspective on it yeah. now. And I think we've kind of been like dancing around that, but could you speak to that anymore? Oh, like yeah. specifically? Yeah. We, um, well, not to jump on Sean's point. I'll, no, let, do I'll it. let you tell me. <laughs> jump on, jump on it, Steven. But we have a show called Omnibus at the IO and we kind of just break down comics and, and cool. we talk about it and we kind of, find new angles on it and in our last show we did all ages comics and we ended the show with this question all what comic all ages all ages comics. so you know yeah. stuff that got it newspaper strips yeah, exactly yeah. got it got it, got it and so we ended our last show with a question to the audience which was is garfield good and uh we like broke it down <laughs> and sean i mean I, to set you up that's kind of where you know, this this started. started. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, but and and the answer ultimately to our question, uh, we didn't have one because and Steve said it earlier. We just realized that Garfield just is. That was <laughs> that, that's the ultimate point. Is like, was because it always doesn't has ma- been. Like, it, 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 was he ever good? Is he good now? It doesn't matter if he's good. Like he'll still be whether he is. Like uh, our uh, the comparison is is God real? Um, <laughs> and it it's all up to faith, you know. Uh, well, yes, but you know, what are some of your well, so, the, yeah, but now, like, for me, I, I like Garfield now as a, just as an ingredient to, like, more, in- I think people are making more interesting things using Garfield okay. than Garfield itself. Like, Garfield just provides a nice, like, everybody knows it, mm-hmm. uh, you can always reference it, and, like, everybody knows the rules that it's playing by. Yes. Sure. And then Absolutely. there's been a ton of, like, blogs or interesting, like, art projects. Our friend Dan Kibblesmith yes. uh, was doing one for a while called Garfbert. Which was uh, Dilbert and Garfield <laughs> living together. Oh and it was my just, like, god! It's the best. Webcomic. It's that just, like, sounds amazing. Drawn comic, like intentionally done. He has a fake character who, uh, or a real character <laughs> named Jim Jadams that uh, draws it. Yeah. But it's like so. It's using the rules of Garfield and it's using the rules of Dilbert, and mashing them up in these kind of weird, like they're not I even mean, like th- referential to the series themselves. They're just like an excuse to go off on tangents using these. Yeah. Like and there are thematic yeah. similarities there. Yeah, where that's like, oh, I hate Mondays. Yeah. Like jobs are hard. You know right. what I mean? Like, well, there was like the the Garfield without Garfield, which was really popular. For yeah, a while. I I knew that would come up yeah. at some point. There's that one, but there's like even steps to that. There's like the ones that um, my favorite's the one where Garfield is in it, but they remove his 
thought bubbles. Yeah. Right. And so it's just John talking, talking to a cat. Yeah. And that's, I think, even funnier than Garfield minus Garfield. Really? Because at least he's talking to a cat. Like, yeah. it's more oh, pathetic. It's yeah. more pathetic when John is like. The, as opposed to just himself. Yeah. Monologuing at a cat that's just looking at him. Like, There's one where they replace uh, Garfield with a realistic drawing of a cat. Which that's very funny. It's fine. It doesn't do as much. There's the <laughs> the video series. I always forget Lasagna Cat. Lasagna Cat is the funniest thing. Were they on the internet? It was Fatal Farm, like years and years ago, like early web video. I oh, would say. Yeah, it must be like four years old at this point. Five years, probably. Oh, maybe even longer. That. Yeah, older I might have been that. in college when it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they re they take one strip per episode. They reenact it, and then that takes up about twenty seconds of the episode. Yeah, and the last minute to two minutes <laughs> is like a music video. Or some, like, they take the bare-bones footage of what they had from the reenactment of the strip, and they, like, remix it, kind of... It's very early, like, before Tim and Eric was Tim and Eric. Okay. It's kind of that style of, like, using that very... That's so funny. aesthetic and stuff. That all of these, like, really absurd things... Yeah. have spawned out of something that is the most, like, mainstream... It's kind of perfect, because, like... Garfield, you, it, number one, you, like Sean said, you start out, everyone knows it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the thing is, you can go out as crazy as you want. You could go around the world and back again, so long as you end with him saying, I hate Mondays. Like, right. he always landed. Like, it's it's still Garfield. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. still Garfield. Yeah, that, that was, I think, the most like fascinating thing about Garfield minus Garfield was that, like, somehow like on some level it still worked as <laughs> a comic like yeah, yeah. what a weird yeah. thing to, but i mean obviously it changes like the tone of it like you uh steven mentioned that like um you know it's it's weird to to see john just interacting with a cat that doesn't talk back yeah um but like i mean that adds a layer of like but that that is what this is like yeah, kids don't yeah. talk. Right. Yeah, <laughs> kind of brilliant. They, yeah, it is kind of brilliant. Bit, right? And I think eventually they didn't pause ink or didn't like Jim Davis actually kind of bless Garfield without Garfield. They released a book. They had a book oh, collection, really? and I think that the only reason and they were allowed to do that book he was did because the forward for it. Yeah, so really, because yeah. there was like early. It was like the early days of like remixing pop culture or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was which is now of, like you yeah. can't get away from it yeah, yeah it was like does parody law protect it and this whole thing and mm-hmm. i think there was early stages where garfield's garfield's lawyers uh, <laughs> the, the garfield <laughs> lawyers were like a real cat and he has lawyers. i yeah. bet you can find There's a, a strip where i bet was, you can yeah. find a strip where he like references talk to my lawyers yeah. but like they were litigious about it until i think they realized that oh wait this only strengthens our brand for sure if people like Look at all the great stuff they've been doing with Seinfeld. The Seinfeld 2000 guy that is, like, mm-hmm. himself a parody of a parody account and, like, taking this remixing and, uh, like, reference humor to this weird depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it only helps it keep you in the public. Absolutely. And Jim Davis is nothing but an opportunist. So yeah. Like, Why of wouldn't course, you love that? He, he's like, it's not oh, precious a lot at of, all. A lot of people like Garfield minus Garfield. Great. Let's publish a book and make a million dollars they did a they did a show an art show um not to recent it was giant bomb or something like that mm-hmm. uh at this gallery where garfield like officially licensed garfield invited all these like street artists and um kind of uh i forget what the term the style of art like low 
lowbrow pop or something like that. Okay. Um, people doing like Bart Simpson art and like sure. shit like that. Uh, but they invited all these artists to do interesting like Garfield street art pieces. Hmm. And there's one where like straight up Garfield, his face is ripped off <laughs> and there's a skeleton of Garfield and then spiders are crawling <laughs> over the piece of Garfield flesh in front of him. Uh, and like, it's this awesome piece of pop art, but like Garfield's people said, let's do it. We can, yeah. you, we will allow this because it makes Garfield cool. And like, yeah. Have you ever read Garfield's nine lives? I'm familiar with it where it's in all the different art styles, right? Yeah. There's a, this book that Jim Davis, um, every once in a while he has these flashes of just like, I was like early nineties too. You right? could tell that he's. He is an artist. He in, does inside, have, right? Right. And one of them <laughs> is this book that he put together. I believe it was in the late '80s, and it was um, it was called Garfield's Nine Lives, and there were nine stories where Garfield was reinterpreted by other people. Cool. And one of them is like Garfield's this weird lab animal that is being tested on, and one of them is like he's this, an Egyptian god, and one of them, right? Yeah, and one of them he's like this strange. Uh, it's it's like a noir. Where it's like a, it's written like a pulp noir, and they have like illustrations of like these realistic cat people, and one of them he's like a caveman, and one of them he is a dog that turns into a cat, and it's just so weird. That sounds so interesting. And it's, and yeah. it's again, it's official Garfield, you know, pausing, put their stamp on it, and That's it's just right. so strange. Uh, but he didn't have. But he, he didn't wrote. Actu- he, he wrote did some write of the it. scripts, and he even oh, illustrated some. Oh, and there's uh, wow. Yeah, there's some really like, and there's another great Garfield story. Uh, this is this was in the newspapers. This only ran a week, I believe, where Garfield woke up oh, and everyone was yeah. everyone was gone. The house was like boarded up. Uh, he he couldn't get out, and I believe he starved to death. He <gasps> got, yeah. And the end of the, and then he woke up at the end, and it had like this lesson on it. It was like Garfield's greatest nightmare is to be left alone, and it was like brutal. Oh really my nuts. god, that was a series of it yeah, was like in the daily. It was like every day for a week. It was this yeah. weird ongoing storyline of Garfield, where it was like, wait, is this like a real change now that they're making? Because anytime. When you're used to reset, it's like a sitcom. Anytime they change Something the logic that goes happens. beyond the 30 minutes or beyond the three panels, yeah. it's like, oh, is this forever now? Is this like, if it, you do it twice, it's like, this could be forever. Yeah. Right. That is, is so bizarre. Yeah, I guess that really, it like, <laughs> bolsters the, like, I guess Jim Davis does have some kind of, like, There's something in there. <laughs> it's all yeah. just performance art on his part. He's just been, like, conning the world. For, yeah. He's doing the Willy Wonka Whoa, thing where he just draws Garfield shittily and then he's going to do a cool role <laughs> at the end where he reveals they've all linked over the course is of 40 years. Jim yeah. Davis Banksy? He might be. He might be. Yeah. I would so. be surprised. Jim Davis yeah. Banksy? Yeah. Good day. It may exit through the gift shop. It makes sense. It's making his a lot of money in the gift shop. shop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He wants you to enter and exit. <laughs> well, yeah. Don't forget to buy your Garfield t-shirt in the gift shop. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. And uh, the suction cup dolls, come on. Oh, my God. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Those the, were he huge. He must have made a billion dollars. Well, 80 Those million. were like a car yeah. requirement in the same way that like. Baby on board. Yeah. Yeah. You had to have a Garfield suction cup on your car, or your car was not, it would not be allowed on the road legally. I think my parents <laughs> had one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure someone in my family had one at some point. Yeah. yeah. And it's like such a, such an odd thing, like to consider, to think about being a big enough Garfield fan. Yeah. <laughs> that you want to own like Garfield paraphernalia. I think it's more just like kind of a shrug where it's like, yeah. 
Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's a Garfield. I like that funny cat. I read this every day. I always wonder about that with Looney Tunes jackets. Like, <laughs> yeah. like there's a because I think there was a time when people just didn't under like didn't care enough about style or like didn't think about it or like the internet wasn't around to tell you you were wrong about style <laughs> and so like people could do anything. And it was like fine. a denim jacket with Tasmanian devil yeah. on the back. But um, now like when people still do that, it's like you really you truly are making a huge statement about yourself yeah. and I, your like taste and right. all these things, and it's like. Do you care that much about like Taz that you're gonna put Taz on your back and walk around <laughs> and be seen? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't fathom it. But right. I'm a turd. So <laughs> did you know? Did you know Jim Davis went to college with none other than David Letterman? Oh wow! I think I have heard that before. Wow. Were, were they friends? I don't know. Okay. Well, Who cool knows? fact. <laughs> wow. Where did, I, who did I go to college with? No one. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't go to college with anyone. <laughs> we were private college. <laughs> no, no one who's like become anyone yet. Yeah, I yeah, know. Um, hurry up, people! I went to Furman at the same time that Clint Dempsey did. Who? Clint Dempsey. He's a, a soccer player. Oh, okay. oh I believe. I went you. to UConn when Rudy Gay was playing. So hmm. he's playing for the Raptors. Now, I was going to say basketball. I'd assume. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Shit, I was just about to ask something else. Where did they go to school? Huh? Letterman, <laughs> Letterman no and Davis. Idea. You just know they Somewhere went to the Indiana. same one. Oh. Yeah, they really they're called they're your bluff on that. Fact, <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I was like just curious more than anything else. Why don't you Wikipedia? <laughs> you look like a real turd. Oh. I'm not the turd anymore. No. That's more. Yeah, I'll take the turd. <laughs> That's like. Thanks, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I always I feel bad for putting when I put people into situations like that because I'm just like in the end I don't really like. Like you said, you can just look something like that up on Wikipedia. <laughs> like, I'm way more interested in knowing, like, why you find this topic interesting than actual, like, facts about Garfield. <laughs> right. There's uh, so many facts, though. Do you have any there more are, facts? Uh, are we out of facts? <laughs> <laughs> John is a cartoonist, much as John's like a cartoonist. Jim Davis himself is. Oh, uh, okay. That. That pants. Well, that like, doesn't really come up we ever. Were, we were talking a bunch. Yeah, of I was gonna say I wouldn't have known that, even yeah. though I've read plenty of Garfield comics. It's kind of like years. Chandler, where it's just like you, you don't need to know what he does. He just <laughs> kind of lives. Yeah. What did uh, Chandler do? Is he an exactly. Yeah. Is that like, that was like a big question on Friends? Was a like, joke? Was it? What exactly do you do, Chandler? There's a whole episode where they were like, "What does Chandler do?" And it's very fun. The one where you find out what Chandler does. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably that was the title. Yeah, probably. Five. That was their structure. That was everything was the one about something. Uh, uh, yeah, he was, I don't know. He did some weird engine, not engineering. It was like, I think it was an archaeologist. Really? No, no, no. Chandler. You're thinking of Ross. I'm thinking of Ross. Uh, Ross loved bones. He was a bone yeah, guy. Yeah, Chandler. That's a good question. He, yeah, he was know. like a. And Joey was an actor, right? Joey was an actor. Joey was an actor. Monica was a cook. Mm. Phoebe was a masseuse. Rachel was worked for Ralph Lauren. I don't. I didn't. Watch I've been rewatching that. Friends. I didn't really either. While I draw, <laughs> it's been it's been like comfort food for me. Because it's all on Netflix now, it's great. That makes sense. That's a. Let's all go watch Friends. I, it it makes sense that that is uh, that's definitely one of those shows that exists like that for a lot of people. Yeah, like a just to put it on in the background kind of thing. It's real homophobic though. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, I, I never noticed it until I watched it all back to back. With a lot of people rewatching it, they find there's it a is. lot of things like that. Season seven or eight. Like not an episode goes by where there's not some homophobic joke made really? or a joke made like and Joey that's like and, late in the game. Yeah, Joey and Ross that's are like, or there's the one where they fall asleep and Joey and Ross uh, have like the best nap of their lives while they're cuddling each other or something, 
And then it becomes a whole thing of like, whoa. They have like an existential <laughs> crisis. Oh, yeah. Dude. Joey like wants Ross to climb down him on a, a fire escape in one episode. And they oh. like have to go front to front. And it's like. I actually wah. think I have seen yeah. that episode. There's a lot of that. Or, or like, like at least pieces Joey has of a it. man bag and it's like, whoa, what are you, a lady or something? It's like, come on, friends. Right. Come on, Chandler. Yeah. But and it still works. Like They're still the so lovable people. Popular show it. of its time. Yeah. And like. By the end of it, all of them were making like a million dollars an episode, yeah, and yeah. that's like what we were putting into the world as like an okay <laughs> way to treat people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a million dollars. Go make fun of gay people. Yeah, right. Thanks, thanks everyone. <laughs> Good Garfield's job, guys. Never, right. Garfield's never made fun of gay people. Garfield doesn't take a stand on any side. No, and that's why Garfield it's... only makes fun of Mondays. He's right. Odie, which everyone hates, and diets. You would think that at a <laughs> again, time, which everyone yeah. hates. <laughs> America is in a time of crisis right now. I think we can say that, yeah. unequivocally. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's surprising that we haven't gone back to Garfield with more open arms recently. Like, I feel like we've been going to Garfield. Well, with we open have. Arms. Yeah, yeah you something's do. going wrong with our personal the, lives. The capital we, we. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like you mentioned. Um, we were just talking about this before we started, or maybe the mics were already on. I don't know. Uh, no <laughs> one's reading newspapers anymore, and that's where Garfield's bread and butter is. Is, is in oh, the sure. Yeah, so, like, how do you make that? Print jump? is dead. Print is yeah. dying, Print and it's dead. Is essentially nothing. And so, like, what what is someone like Jim Davis to do? Right. To like make that push to make Garfield a more essential part of everyone's lives again. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what you do. There's an app for that. Mm. Yeah. Make an app. It's uh. uh my friend, your enemy, Alex Nichols, <laughs> uh, <laughs> last last year, uh, I remember he man he downloaded every Garfield game or app yeah. from the App Store and managed to fill his entire front page. There were enough apps to fill his entire front page with Garfield games and apps. Oh my! It's like God. Garfield's kart racing. Garfield goes to the jungle. Garfield like oh. Infinite Runner. Garfield Puzzle Quest. All these different were they Garfield. good games. Oh, I don't think so. I downloaded one of them and played it briefly, and it was just like, I don't know what this is. Garfield, you got to, like, wait two hours to eat more lasagna or something. Because <laughs> you need to earn energy <laughs> coins to buy lasagna. I don't know what it was. It was one it's like a Garfield, like, Tamagotchi. Yeah. Or, that yeah. actually sounds... Build Garfield's hometown. Pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was... So it's like it's just rip-offs of other games. Oh, yeah. that's all. Well, that's any licensing play. It's just like take take the thing that works for anyone. Take Simpsons Tap Out and make it Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. Garfield birds. Yeah. <laughs> Garfield birds. I'm surprised. Yeah. I, that but the thing is, like, thing. you there's a level of, of reaching out that you have to do to get that. You have to go to the app store. You have to go to the Garfield site, and you have to download these apps. Whereas in the newspaper, you just open it up and read it. So, I don't know. Well, there's that's the problem with, like, I and, well, you can speak to this better than I can with yeah. web comics, I think, yeah. is that there's just not that. I don't think if Garfield were invented today that he would break through Take the off. way that he did because there was a more finite I number of things I th- well like what and what has, I, my what point has of broken out in the way of Garfield I was just about style. to ask the same question my point of comparison to Garfield um, and I I, I I think this is is a great like uh, this is Garfield of our age <laughs> is uh, the <laughs> Minions memes okay oh. well Minions in general I was going to talk about Minions earlier because Minions, minions to me are one of those things uh, my fiance loves the idea of minions. I I think I also enjoy the like 
I love the idea. The, yeah, the idea that they have become the monster that they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, but like they're cute and they're fun. But like when we we laughed at the trailer every time we saw the trailer for Minions, that oh, they were playing you know before what? every movie. This Minions last is year. a lot like Garfield though, but, like the design. Yeah. But we didn't need to see. We never saw the movie Minions because we couldn't bring ourselves to watch it's it. It's probably we were terrible. Like, the, the movie is secondary to the fact the that they idea exist. of it. Like that's all you need. You don't have to see anything about them aside from the fact that they exist, and that's the joke in and of itself. See, I didn't even really enjoy the trailer that much because I was just distracted by how bad Sandra Bullock's voice acting seems. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> But they say banana a lot and papaya, and that's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> the one wears a the one wears a thong in the one. Trailer. But like, think of the way oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. The, way the minions right. look. Think of the way the minions look. They're 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 round. They're they're soft looking. Sure. They have you know bright colors, uh-huh. and and they have like uh, you know blue overalls or whatever the fuck. And like that's yeah, Garfield. Yeah. Like Garfield is essentially like designed to look appealing mm-hmm. but so. minions but minions wasn't like garfield has a relatability because it's yeah. pets you know minions are i think that it's just like the new thing with like cartoons and comics and stuff sure. like that which is that you don't have to be anchored to like you don't have to be the everybody loves raymond of a comic strip yeah you don't have to be like relating to an issue that we all experience I family guess. life in the case of everybody loves raymond mm-hmm. yeah. but you can just be this more absurdist kind of colorful. Like Adventure Time is the same yeah. thing where it's it's not connected to anything. It just well, I guess what I would say to that is like fun, right. I, what I would say to that Adventure is like Time is more there's some. Stuff. I was gonna say Adventure there's Time some, is a different beast because yeah. that's like a respected and like there's a narrative and there's characters right. And I think there's still some good stuff in there. Uh, like there are good some good like teaching moments. Yeah. in there. Yeah. I, I remember having an episode of season one where like there's a a storyline about like jealousy of like a girlfriend or you know yeah. like and that's like and they handled it well, pretty well it's own like continuity respects itself and, okay like, stuff like that i think that maybe a bad comparison it just in terms of like form or style sure where it's like it's not cats or dogs right or yeah so gerbils. like if you look at minions how they just took over facebook for you know maybe even still still going, still oh, yeah. going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah imagine if garfield swooped in in this world like that, mm. i feel like it could have done very well in in this shareable, memeable world, right? Maybe. So, I mean, and that's what I I mean that's what I look forward to every day is the Garfield memes that come out on Facebook. They're amazing. <laughs> Just Garfield like looking at a pair of running shoes and being like, "Nope, yeah. <laughs> perfect." That's like, it. what else do you that's need? It. It's, what else do you need? The, oh, I, love I was it. gonna like. Do you think? I mean, you mentioned like apps and things like that, but yeah, I do. You think that there is like? Do you think that there I guess the difference between, you know, getting a Garfield comic in your newspaper mm. every day and Garfield existing on the internet every yeah. day is the difference between, like, it being in your hands and you having to seek it out. Yeah. But it seems like there has to be some kind of, like, web presence for strips sure. like that. Well, he's on Garfield. Uh, he's Gar- Garfield. <laughs> the There's Garfield on Facebook. His and, lawyer uh, has him on yeah. Facebook. <laughs> and Garfield's on Twitter, and there's yeah. Garfield.com, and, like, I think is he's he on doing... Go Comics? Is he part of he that? might be, yeah. yeah. What's that? Th- that's where, they, like, a lot of the national strips get, like, syndicated on the web or whatever. There's, like, a hub. It's, yeah. like, go.comics.com, mm-hmm. and that's where you can find, I forget, uh, 
Definitely you can find Pluggers on there. Yeah. Pluggers is a great comic. Have you ever heard of Pluggers? I don't think so. We were talking about Pluggers Pluggers in our last show. Pluggers is a comic that is all user submissions, and it's basically like you might be a redneck. This is you might be a plugger, where pluggers are um, just like blue collar, uh, you know, plugging away at life. So it's like more generic than you might be a redneck? Like kind of, yeah. more generalized? Yeah, it's or it's like, like yeah. less hicky and more just like, you Good know, hard work we work American hard, folk. we don't understand technology, and like... That's really funny. And it's a single panel strip, like a, like a family circus or something like that. Interesting. Um, and this guy just... Uh, are they all literally, you might be a, like... It not not necessarily the exact, like, you might be a form, but it's like, pluggers only go down the stairs one way, down, or something like that. <laughs> and then the <laughs> picture is somebody walking down the stair, like a fat... Elephant, because all they, they're all anthropomorphic they're all animals. animals. Yeah. Oh. It's like a fat bear and a fat dog and a fat, fat elephant, fat cat, and ever? a fat cat. I think there's a fat cat. They're all fat. <laughs> Some of them are overalls, uh, just as all pluggers yeah. are. Yeah. yeah, they like have to sell their TV sometimes, and like they love. It's their a hard children world out there <laughs> for a plugger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. T- I don't think I. No, I did tell you this. So there's what? they ask for uh, user submissions through an there's a snail mail address that you can send your submissions to if you're like 80 yeah uh, <laughs> and then, the pluggers and i'm audience. sure they actually get they, yeah, a, they bunch. a bunch but they also have plugger uh plugger mail at aol.com is their email address <laughs> so i went on aol.com and i realized that pluggers mail at aol.com was available <laughs> Still. Oh my god! And the comic's name is Pluggers. Yeah. So you think that some people <laughs> would email? Would like, you think that somebody s- would have snapped up Pluggers oh mail? Boy. Did you claim it? I got it. Yeah, I own yes. it. I own Pluggers mail at AOL.com. I have yet to receive. I keep hoping because I no have it on my phone. No one's done it yet. Nobody's accidentally. I, no. There's got to be like a 75 year old person. But then I was thinking, like, if there's if they're taking the time to send this thing in, they're probably looking really closely at it because they want their submission to get yeah. in. But one day somebody will do it, and when that happens, I am committed to drawing. Any, any pluggers, any pluggers <gasps> uh, people I get, I will draw and I will send it right back to them. And I will say thank you, and I will I will fully sell it. Sounds, I just want people. That is so funny. I want that to happen so yeah, badly. We're all, we're all I thought I would get it, and I would, and it would just be a flood. But nothing. It's been like two, three weeks. Nothing. Is there happened. a, a uh, pluggers Twitter? Uh, there's mm, there's very little web presence for pluggers. I'm yeah, saying, pluggers, pluggers aren't on the internet. This I'm is, saying you can oh, start one yeah. and like yeah, start yeah. tweeting about it, and that yeah. might help you get some traction for yeah. pluggers mail. <laughs> <laughs> pluggers plugged in, pluggers plugged in. That'd be a huge. Now now we're digital pluggers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah like I, I mean, because I'm pluggers. pluggers. Right. Right. I yeah. mean, like there's there's that is right for a bunch of like yeah. don't know how to use Twitter tweets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. how does this work? How am I doing this right now? Right. Is, is our first tweet. Please help. Right. We can't figure this out. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna start that. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, we'll do a link back. We'll do a link back to the podcast. We'll do a whole yeah. thing. Because now you own 50% <laughs> of the idea. So. <laughs> Done. Yeah, this is the handshake deal. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you of me. We'll do a this is the start <laughs> of an $800 million enterprise right here. Hell yeah. You guys start small somewhere, you know? It's exactly the same as something else that already exists. We identify the market. And we're, fu- and we're, <laughs> yeah. we're plugging it in. We're plugging ourselves into it. Yeah. yeah. We, we are the true pluggers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah um, that's us. So. Uh, okay. Do you <laughs> do you think there are still kids who experience Garfield in the same way that you did? Hmm. I mean, obviously, I'd say this is very hypothetical, but I'd say yes, but also no. 
Because we like the 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 newspaper was such a vital part of my life, mm-hmm. and to the point where even in like the early two thousands, I couldn't even imagine a world without it. <laughs> where I was just like, no, nah, no way, right? This, no way, this this is going anywhere. This right. has been around for a hundred years and two hundred years. You know, it's not going away. Uh huh. The internet's fine. And then between years. then and now, <laughs> well, you know, is that right? Uh, you know, Probably Benjamin Franklin did uh, newspaper yeah. stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, uh, I'm the turd again. Yeah, and so. Uh, and then it's like, yeah, no. So I can't imagine what it's like to read comics uh, now as a kid because it, it was selected for us by some kind of editorial board, um, and it was printed for us and published for us and presented every day, every morning as a, as a comic. And Garfield got into our craws that way. Mm-hmm. But now I think it's books. I, like looking at the Amazon like customer reviews for his Fat Cat three packs, which are still for sale. Like you can yeah. still get oh, the yeah. old comics. <laughs> it's all all the reviews are grandparents. Saying oh. like, I bought this for my eight-year-old grandson. He loves it. That yeah. makes so a it's lot like, of sense. They're not necessarily discovering it in its natural state, mm-hmm. but I think they're still. It's still part of their, the pool of things they're consuming. Kids are also just consuming a ton more stuff at a time now, mm-hmm. yeah. too. I mean, content is more present in our lives than it was and when I'd we say, were kids. And I'd say Garfield is just, I'm going to say relevant as it is uh, as it was, but I think the, the better term is like irrelevant because Garfield avoided any <laughs> political yeah. discussion. That's so true. any topical discussion. It never brought up anything from it's, pop culture. It's timeless it by only skirting the... Yeah, it, it never you could tell a kid it started this year and they wouldn't know. What would they say? You'd never know, yeah. yeah. They, they never talked about, you know... Uh, the, the economy they never talked about the war they never talked about the oscars that year it's, it's right. always just like i hate mondays i'm gonna catch this spider odie impressive that they've been able to milk it for as long as they have without going referential like i know it's repetitive and i know they hit a lot of the same jokes yeah. again and again but i think about even some like smaller projects that i've done where it just the thought of coming up with like more than 20 of one thing right. is like, oh, this is exhausting. And yeah. somehow they've, I know they have teams. Well, and I know they do this whole thing, but somehow they keep it going. And they, I'd be curious to actually have somebody like comb through all the strips and find out if there have been any direct, like one for one repeats of like, mm. oh, here's the exact yeah. same idea mm-hmm. yeah. 20 years apart or whatever. Because there's mm-hmm. got to be. There has but to but be. But, you know, if, if George R. R. Martin has a continuity editor for, uh, you know, Game of Thrones, I'm sure Jim Davis has a continuity editor. Probably. I would imagine. Maybe. Yeah. Or at least, like, does now. So yeah. maybe, to, you know. To avoid that, yeah. Right. Maybe at some point while he was producing it, he wouldn't have had something like that. Yeah. And, you know, something might have slipped through the cracks. But I would agree <laughs> with you that, like, at this point, it's just got to be, especially with how hands-off he seems to be yeah. with it in oh, general. Yeah. Um, we could be fully misrepresenting his involvement, by the way. <laughs> he might do like yeah, 10 hours Yeah, I mean, this is a little bit of mind. conjecture. Yeah. Uh, but sure. I think, you know. Do either of you have, uh, like, specific like comics or panels that you can re- that like really stick out to you as like i want to say favorites but that might be like here's too strong a word here's how i'll answer that okay uh, about a year ago someone thought it would be a fun art project to put every single superimpose every single garfield comic on top of each other 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 uh and essentially what they got after doing that for you know 35 years of comics was essentially a blob that pretty much looked the same every panel which is like Garfield is here, Garfield is here, Garfield is here. 
Oh my god! And so what I would say is, no, I don't have a favorite like <laughs> they're essentially they all, all the run same. Together. Um, it's like when you binge watch a great TV show and you can't remember, <laughs> you can't remember what happened in season one versus season yeah. four because it's just all a journey. <laughs> you know, it's just all the, it's just all, it's just all, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, did, no, I mean, I no. love the holiday, spe- like the Christmas special. Right. I honestly think is one of the better of of that that breed of like one off Christmas specials from the late eighties or early nineties. Mm-hmm. The songs are great. His the script is great. Lorenzo Music, who does the voice of Garfield, is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the theme perfect. song for Garfield and Friends in general is probably yeah. my favorite Garfield related thing. Garfield, yeah. like I used Come to, on in I watch party. With Garfield and Friends. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. I watched a decent amount of garfield and friends yeah. as a kid yeah. um i i mean i also just like watched a lot of tv <coughs> but i think like it's i think it's kind of weird that i watched a decent amount of it because i don't think i ever consider myself like all that much of a, a fan i like i read it and i was aware of it but it was just kind of like there yeah i yeah. think that goes back to the like there's so much more available now than there was at that period of time. But it's one of those things, too, where it's like if you're a kid and it's on, you're not going to turn away. It's, mm-hmm. per, it's like, designed for you. It's, well, he mm-hmm. blended in nice because he was part of the Fox Kids lineup, wasn't he? I remember Maybe. him in the same context as, like, Bobby's World. Yes. Oh, sure, sure, like, sure. they would air back-to-back Agreed. or something. Yes. And, and, sure, sure. Uh, so he was, like, he was in the cool cartoon block, A. But also <laughs> not he Disney fit in. Afternoon. And there was, like, he also a, um, a, like, Baby Blues show yeah, at some point show, yeah. yeah um which is like, a dennis the menace cartoon um, yeah yeah boondocks sure there was yeah. did boondocks start as a comic yeah yeah oh That's absolutely oh it was a huge uh, a big deal yeah uh, huh. we had it in my hometown paper for about a week before too many white people got scared and pulled it jesus yeah i feel like i was aware of it as a as a show before, as a comic, and maybe for I think it like well, expanded it's its profile a little yeah. bit more. Um, I think it, it made the jump very well. That yeah. show's pretty good. I never watched the show. It's good. Give, yeah. it, give it a spin. Right. <laughs> I'm going to watch that. I'm going to finish Jerry Maguire. Yeah. going to watch Friends. I, got yeah, a whole, I was going to say, I got how are you going to fit all this in among, <laughs> among all the Friends apps? I better quit my job. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Doing this full time. Yeah. Sorry, job. First. I would still like to continue working at my job. So if you're listening, Job. Sorry, I take it back. Uh, I'm there until this plugger's <laughs> thing takes yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only got 50% profit share in that idea at this point, so yeah, I'm not talking about it. I got four hundred. I was anything at the time, hey but man, it's kind of a bad deal. If it helps you leave your job, like we might be able to work something else out. All right. It's All just right. like down wow. the road. You're a bad businessman, but uh, <laughs> but I'm a good person. Yeah, real good person. Real good person. Yeah. Uh, what are like of that same era and ilk? Do you do you guys feel like there are other comics that like hold up in a way that Garfield only exists? <laughs> like I, as opposed to Garfield just kind of yeah. being there and being produced. Do you feel like there are ones that like? Are much. I mean, we talked a little bit about Calvin and Hobbes yeah, and how yeah. much well, deeper that goes. It's funny because Garfield took place in kind of a, a r- the last great wave of newspaper comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had uh, Bloom County mm. and you had Calvin and Hobbes and you had The Far Side. And, um, you know, I have my problems with Doonesbury, but it was like it was a pretty 
important comic. Um, so at the time, you had all it these was young... It like almost the polar opposite of Garfield. Yeah, and you had, you had all these people who grew up loving this medium and putting in their time and putting in their, their blood to make like incredible art. And at the same time, you had Garfield. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that, w- that was a big, like, uh, late 80s to mid 90s. Um, you know, that was that was the last hurrah for, for daily newspaper comics, yeah. I'd say. I mean, the, the only thing that we could come up with that was, like, comparable was Minions, which has, like, nothing to do with <laughs> the comic world. You right. know what I mean? I have, while we were on the subject of Minions, I do have to bring up that I, I did not make that connection myself. My friend Tyne did, so Tyne, thank you for that. <laughs> Tyne, Tyne Daly? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Wow. I loved her on Judging Amy. <laughs> yeah, oh, she was right. great. She, oh, was a, she was a stern mom, but she <laughs> was kind of like the judge to the judge. You That's know? true. That's true. She got her and Dan Futterman. This is, very wow. much, this is very much this a tangent. Is, this is an IMDb here. But I just want to go ahead and start talking about it because I saw a trailer, and it looks really yes. good. Yeah. She plays... Um, who Tyne? Sally F- Tyne Daly okay. yeah. plays, uh, plays Sally Fields' let's, let's, like... Listen to what happened. Uh, ...best friend... In this movie that uh, Michael Showalter made. Oh, wow. And it's about Sally Field's character. And uh, she, like, works in an office. It looks kind of like a, like, trendy little startup type place. uh, And falls for um, a much younger man. One of the dudes from New Girl. I think Max Greenfield. I think. Why not? Uh, I get them confused. Yeah. (laughs) uh, um, And uh, as a result of that is, like, wants to, like be more hip and like like make these like younger friends and starts hanging out with them and Tyne Daly is like uh like what are you doing like uh like you can't do this you're way too old and it looks great I think that sounds it looks, it looks really sounds good um I can't remember the name of it because it has it has her character's name in the title and it's okay. just like Suddenly becoming Susan. Dorothy <laughs> something like I can't remember but like Look it up. Sally Field is one of those, like, Tyne Daly. Michael Keaton was this for me last year. Just, like, any yeah. time they show up in something. She's just like, I love, yeah. That, yes. That, the cast alone, I would just be like, this is great. And the, um, I mean, the comedy people that are in it are amazing. Yeah. Kyle Mooney is in it and has some really funny lines well, in the trailer. Show Walter at the helm. Yeah. yeah like, it. uh, the, the, it's definitely like a who's who of, um, comedian types, but like Sally Field at the helm and like yeah, Tyne Daly's yeah. one, like I'm in, man. Anyway, yeah, super no, tangent. That was but a fun thing. <laughs> that was time wow. <laughs> anyway, thanks Tyne. Thank, thank <laughs> thanks Tyne. Thanks for both of these things. Uh, thanks for your thoughts on minions. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny you were talking about the like the golden age of comics and the comparable like Kevin and Hobbs or Far Side or whatever, which were going to be the two I named. But like yeah. the comics that I can think of that I like respected the most found an endpoint. You know, really, like they got. I mean, th- those two specifically, like Calvin and Hobbes, Farside, yeah. got out. Farside got out. Yeah, of the but game. they're still but like that, syndicated. To be fair, though, they? that is that is a very atypical story. The way that the the business works, at least worked, was you would do this until you retired. Mm. Well, the, the, to retire after ten years, that was like unheard of. Not hmm. to bring pluggers back into the conversation, but <laughs> the man who created pluggers, fella, you love pluggers. The man who created pluggers died. Keeps plugging pluggers. But gave it to, there's a second man who creates yeah, pluggers. Yeah, I mean, really? it, that's that's kind of the thing, too. It's like a legacy like thing. The it's guys like that do um, Hagar the Horrible are the guy's sons, like the, the original oh, guys. Well, there's yeah. still, somebody's still doing Peanuts, right? No, Peanuts is yes, over, but oh, they, they just Oh, it's all just rerunning. Uh, as, okay. As a, 
homage. I mean, Peanuts, Peanuts is a, classic. the greatest. Yeah. The, it's, yeah, like maybe the the maybe the comic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the prototype. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, apart from Garfield. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like they're pretty much. <laughs> They're pretty, They're pretty much the same. You know, <laughs> Charles Schultz, not to have attention to my own, Charles Schultz gave, you know, Chip Davis a hard time for being just like a corporate sellout. Yeah. But Charles Schultz made a lot of money but he was, licensing. He was much more just, restricted I know. No, you know. Merchandising, wasn't he? He was not. I, I mean, not, not to. By, I don't want to There's still know, a ton of Snoopy dolls dead. and stuff. But As like, someone. Go ahead. No, no, no. I just. He, I, I remember It's just kind of a hypocritical. I think Peanuts is bri- a brilliant work of art, uh, and Garfield is not. But uh, you know, I also don't think there's anything wrong with commercial and art, like the 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 no, but overlap when you start, of art and commerce. Like that's fine. Uh, pointing, start fingers. pointing fingers yeah. is just like, hey, pal. Yeah, you represent MetLife. Like, what does that have to do? <laughs> that's does that have true. to do with Charlie Brown? That's and really Linus? true. Yeah, I wouldn't have even considered that. Yeah, you fucking sell out. Yeah. <laughs> well, Charles. Uh, Steven. Yeah. What was the last, like, is there anything that even, I guess we spoke to it for Minions, but, like, <laughs> when's the last time someone came along and was like, what is the comic world missing? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. can we add to it? Like, I can't, I mean, you guys would be able to speak to this a lot more than well, I Well, it's, it's mm-hmm. one of those things where, like, it's such a fragmented community now, mm-hmm. whereas... When it, it was, you know, a couple decades ago, you just read the comics that were in the paper. Mm. Someone had to sell them to the newspaper. The newspaper had to buy them, and then they had to do well, and then they would keep buying it. With now Nowadays, it's like any kind of comic that you want, you could find. So if you want, That's like, true. if you want a, a goofy historical comic, you could find it. If you want a straight-up sex comic, you could find it. If <laughs> you want, uh, you know, a comic that totally takes place um, – you know, in in the woods and only has animals in it. You could find it. Uh, it it caters to every taste, but in that way, it kind of fragments everyone. Sure. So, well, it's the problem with like, I think, oh, I see the problem with self publishing, but the availability of the web. It's the same thing that happened with like books. Mm-hmm. Like the p- fact that people can self publish books, and now it's become harder and harder to determine what is of quality and what is just there, and like what's. You know, it doesn't matter as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And so when there's when there aren't those curators, when there aren't the editors to yeah to uh, package it and and say these are the good ones, mm-hmm. you know, then how are you gonna? I mean, I would make an argument that Penny Arcade kind of yeah. uh, took a, a a kind of Davis esque stand where they have the two guys that write and draw it, but they also have like a money making man. It's like three three guys. And one of them just focuses on their merchandising. Yeah, and just focuses I mean, on their advertising. And, and they focus. have, like... And they make a lot of money. And yeah. PAX exists. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's that's all Penny Arcade yeah. and has, like, nothing to do with yeah, the strip. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. And, and so, like, I think that the... the fel- I don't know his name offhand, but there is a guy that is just their business associate. And I think he saw this opportunity mm-hmm. and kind of came in with money to help them make more Interesting. money. Um, but as far as other, there's like Topotico, I guess, but even that yeah. is kind of like that tailored to for webcomic people. It se- Topotico seems more like... Um, What's Topotico? Uh, uh, Topotico is like um, a, a kind of hub for webcomics. So like okay. a lot of the webcomics that you see passed around are pretty popular mm-hmm. and 
they are kind of represented by Topodico. Mm-hmm. So if you are um, selling T-shirts and you have a webcomic that's very popular, you would go through them and they would they would uh, print the T-shirts for you. They would sell it on their site. I and think you I go do to more a, for the merch than I do for the yeah. Comics. It's it's it is uh, for merch. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. if you go to like a, a small press convention. Uh, you'll see people who self-publish. You'll see people that have web comics. But if you are represented by Topodico, you get, you know, you get their stuff. You get right. to sit on their table and you get to right. accept credit cards because you know they do they it have for their you. Stuff and they, yeah. <laughs> I know that game. They yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. It's not a cash-only table. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. And the lines to meet the creators are always much longer, and they're kind of like they're. I, I hesitate to call them a syndicate because they're not. Mm-hmm. But I think that's. I think that's the closest to like a good model that that web comics have to date, a, apart from the penny arcade. Yeah, of. essentially, yeah. Well, it seems that the the like collective mindset, the or the mindset of being a collective, mm-hmm. I think, is becoming more successful across all like creative ventures or whatever. Yeah, I mean, this is like right. along with being part of the Nerdlogs podcast, yeah. so part of the uh, yeah. Chicago podcast co-op. Yeah, well, yeah. and that's like that's. You know, it's a way of you find people with similar voices, and mm-hmm. then you can now share an audience as opposed to splitting your audience even further. Yeah, yeah. like of course, do that. Like mm-hmm. that's what the these things, you know, neurologs and everything else. It's like that's what a newspaper was. A newspaper was just sure. like a, a that's really interesting. It happened to be like a commerce-based yeah. like collective, but it was still a collective. It was yeah. a putting forth a group effort as opposed to putting forth a singular effort. And it's that's it's really interesting. But at the same time, it's like even that, uh, only in the regards to webcomics, I can't speak for um, nerd logs, mm-hmm. um, but as far as webcomics go, um, the money is in merchandising, essentially. Mm. And so what your comic becomes, and this is in broad strokes, but I, I think it, it's apt, what your comic becomes is just, here's free content for you. Mm-hmm. If you'd like it, buy a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Whereas the old method was... We are going to give you money for, sure. for making comics. Right. You're going to make a lot of money from making comics. And if the, you make great comics, you're going to make more money because we're going to be in more newspapers. Sure. And so. Well, it's musicians. You make money from touring as opposed yeah. to from the. Like the, yeah, I mean, the song. Like the base product is the least important part of your. Doing shows product. in Chicago. You right. know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, it's like the anybody can do it, but the places that actually pay performers are going to be more like they're going to be those newspaper editors you know yeah, what i yeah, mean yeah. they're going to be the arbiters of what goes up you know yeah. right whereas like otherwise they don't have as much say or stock yeah right it's uh yeah i don't know i'm surprised nobody has taken the crass commercial approach like i was thinking mm-hmm. about this the other day and i don't know what i would ever do with this thought but i was like in the same way that jim davis Mm-hmm. I saw, you know, evaluated the market mm-hmm. of comics and saw a need. Like, is could somebody do that again? Like, now that Garfield's kind of yeah. stagnant, I mean, Peanuts is out of line. Like, is there a market for another amazing dog character? <laughs> and like, could, could I create yeah. the next great American dog comic? Right. And why not try that? Like, go focus group. I mean, Netflix does together. that. Yeah. Netflix uses what people watch yeah. on Netflix to, to create new shows. New Netflix shows, yeah. yeah. That's how House of Cards w- became House of Cards. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Like, And especially if it's just a matter of like creating a character, too. Yeah. Like, the story 
that you're telling in the comic mm-hmm. becomes now secondary. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just need a character that can yeah, live I mean, outside of itself. And well, minions. I mean, <laughs> yeah, minions. Yeah. Minions are nothing. Yeah, <laughs> minions not to, uh, mean nothing. Not to plug my own horn here, but it's my, true. I my was, webcomic. Plug it. Plug uh, your own horn. I, uh, my last question, yeah, yeah. I had already planned to be like, please talk about what yeah. you guys actually do. Oh, sure, sure, but, sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do this webcomic called Little Boys Room. And Which is, is hilarious. Oh, great. I love it. It is. The next great uh, American comic. <laughs> not yet, but the next it's really funny frankly i take a lot from jim davis yeah yeah. absolutely like if a gag works i'm gonna do it again sure like if people like something i'm i'm gonna do it you have a nice well now of recurring bits there you can do like Uh uh-huh and and there's something nice about doing like if people like it why not do it again Mm -hmm. and like i i have you know this character who just hates Instead of Mondays, he like he hates reading, and instead of lasagna, he loves burgers, and it's like that's just from Garfield. <laughs> I, I when so I funny. I was like I want to make you're really Garfield. burying your soul here, man. <laughs> what soul? <laughs> no, what but soul like there there Hunter's is something <laughs> there is something to be said for for like his reoccurring gags and his uh, just sheer. Uh, Commitment to just doing things kind of the same way. It's but doing satisfying. that allows you to, because yeah. that that in and of itself. But I never want to cross that line. That's the thing. It's right. like I, I go up to the line, but I, I I try very hard not to go. You over you it. try to still maintain some sense of like irony, <laughs> some <laughs> sense of honesty. I suppose. Right. Yeah. Your readers are in on that joke though, which I think that's is the great part. That's yeah. very true. But like it's become a meta expectation now that like now that we know the format yeah. i say we because i love it too mm-hmm. now that we know the format mm-hmm. we can when you set it up mm-hmm. we are either like right there waiting for you to knock it down or when you veer because sometimes you do veer yeah it's sometimes it's like, even more satisfying it's like, oh crap <laughs> right like, this entire comic is just about him skipping a stone on the beach yeah. this <laughs> week and, and, like, and, I, and i have to reread it being like wait a minute <laughs> why where did it, he didn't skateboard on across the beach and say that like uh, you know, books suck or something yeah. like that. That's so funny. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's me trying to not be Garfield. I mean, <laughs> no, that's great. You yeah. can be Garfield and not be Garfield, and, yeah. and you've set up a structure now where you can do both of those and things. And you have a, a level of self-awareness to know yeah. when but you're I doing feel like You're post-Garfield. You're living in a post-Garfield Ooh, world, baby. PG. 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 <laughs> this comic is rated PG. <laughs> <laughs> we are 35 years, 45 years post-Garfield. Yeah, this yeah. Point. 1978. Once Garfield is reborn, then we're going to have to reset that. Yeah, reset it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this ties in very, very well, and you kind of obviously already addressed it a little, but uh, how do you feel like your um, love of, knowledge of, fascination uh, Everything. Uh, by um, Garfield has yeah. influenced you guys both sure. creatively and just kind of like in general as like, I mean, I, we've kind of talked a lot about how it's it's ebbed and flowed through your your lives as Absolutely. as uh, people who consume comics. <laughs> well, I mean, apart from I guess apart from the the, the absolutely direct uh, influence that rip I off, from, yeah, rip off. Sorry, influence. <laughs> <laughs> my own comic. I mean, I guess like Garfield is a great stepping stone. And like Sean mentioned earlier, I don't think I would have gotten into Calvin and Hobbes if it wasn't for Garfield. And if I didn't get into Calvin and Hobbes, I wouldn't have got into comics. Oh. And, you know, I wouldn't have gotten into you know, cartoons. I wouldn't have gotten into Tintin and Uncle Scrooge. And I wouldn't have gotten into the Looney Tunes. And, like, Garfield is this great open 
door like this is what comics are mm-hmm. it's Garfield colorful characters and we're gonna have some fun they're gonna have some jokes come mm-hmm. on in so like even if come it's on in indi- it's time to party yeah, it's time to party <laughs> even if it's indirect it's it's important like i can't take that uh, i can't stress enough how important Garfield. sure is. Yeah. well now coming back to it, it like garfield because i just within the last like year year and a half like I drawing was a passion when I was a kid and I used to like trace Garfield and all that stuff. And like, I've kind of come back around and I'm like, okay, I want to relearn. I just turned 30 this year. I want to relearn drawing. I want to like focus on that more than on other stuff that I'm doing. And so now I'm getting to the point where like, okay, I want to actually learn how to make my own comics. And Garfield for me makes that process seem attainable as well. (laughs) Cause it's like, if Jim Davis can do it. And and (laughs) it's starting small, like a three panel strip is like, that is a language in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And like that was the one oh one class to learn that language was okay, here's how to do a three panel strip and here's how to do a really simple and non you know, there's not a lot to this, but you have to learn this first and then sure. you can what can you build upon it? You do do a four panel, do a whole page of strips and now you're narrative storytelling with visuals. It's like there's uh I my the comparison I was gonna make was that when you go to college you have to take the like required like study skills uh class sure. like your first semester right. college and it's, it's a like waste of the money. high school 101 equivalent yeah. you hate it and there's you're not learning anything real but it's like something that college requires that's what garfield is <laughs> to everything else you, that's yeah. really it really teaches you the kind of like and you don't remember anything about it but you still have it kind of ingrained in the back of your head of like oh this is how this works it's it's you know beautiful in its simplicity yeah one day I, you know one day garfield will get the respect I think it deserves. Like, I think it does because he's worth eight hundred million dollars. That's, that's money respect. is not respect. No, okay, no. it's no money. Is better not. than respect. <laughs> How about that? That's uh, that's that's valid. But I'm just saying, like in museum, I'm talking about museum. No museum's gonna put Garfield. There's out. that. There's I, the, the what is the museum in San Francisco? I went to. Uh, I was telling you about it. the comic. There, it's like the comics. There's a comics museum in San Francisco now. Yeah. There's a whole museum for it, and they had up like old Nancy comics. Well, Nancy's mm. brilliant. Nancy, Nancy is. I will want to read. I want to. Do you have any Nancy? Books? I have a lot of Nancy. I need to borrow those. But like, Nancy's I one day I think Garfield will be up there because Garfield. Once Garfield stops, I think if he just stopped, I think if we went away for five years, ten years. He would get, be, be revered. Like, Remember Garfield? And people <laughs> would crave him to come back. And then they could bring him back stronger than ever. That's true because people didn't like Nancy at the time. They thought it was stupid. Yeah. Really? Well, they, there was this guy who had this challenge called like the Nancy Challenge. And it was like, if you put any three Nancy panels together, it's just essentially the same joke. Uh, and so, like, you know, that's kind of like Garfield. There's a panel Garfield. of Nancy yeah. looking at a picture of a tree. Yeah, falling down. It says timber, and she is on her side with like lines as if she, from looking at the picture, also did the same act just to emulate the picture. Yeah. And it is the funniest thing I've seen on you. I Nancy's love it. Nancy's perfect. I need to. She's is such a bad girl. She has no heart. I Nancy has it. no heart. She so All she wants is to be people to pay attention to her, and then she wants to eat sweets. But that's Garfield. It's gar- it is. He's gar- she is the Garfield. You know what? You, you're not wrong. She's PG. <laughs> She's, She's pre Garfield. PG and oh, pre and post. Yeah, BG. She's BG. before BG. Garfield. BG. Yeah. BG. BG. She's PG. Garfield BG. <laughs> so anyway, everybody read Nancy. <laughs> I feel like well, even like not to sorry to interrupt, but just no, to jump okay. on that Crazy Cat was the same way where it yeah. was just the same. It was the same joke for like thirty-five years. 
Yeah. The same joke. He hits the cat with a brick. That's it. 35 years. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's Crazy Cat I is mean, one of the most brilliant Garfield. comics of Lucy's all time. Lucy's always going to pull up the football. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now, look, the Peanuts movie, we weren't, Peanuts was not in public consciousness. I was still going the comic yeah. or whatever. But, like, now we have nostalgia for it. Once they can latch into the nostalgia, but if you don't leave, Especially you never now. get off the fucking stage. Yeah. You're There's never no going to. People can't clap until you're. Until the curtain comes down. Yeah. Now, now you're all. Now you're just sitting and watching. I'm the mad show at Jim Davis on. now for not. I, I'm like, uh, I'm pissed at yeah, him for oh, not pulling it back. I'm sure he wakes up every morning in his giant mansion and is like, oh, I should be. I'm gonna send him an email from Pluggers now. <laughs> at at and say, hey, bro, it's me. It's Mr. Pluggers. Uh, I got oh, some tips. No. Oh no, not Mr. Pluggers. You want to do a crossover? Oh, my fat you should actually try to do something. What if my fat cat and your fat cat teamed up? And my fat cat remember, can't pay her bills. Do you remember the year yeah. uh, that on April Fool's Day all the comics jumbled up? I remember that. No. Garfield went over to Dagwood's house and ate one of Dagwood's giant sandwiches. That's screwed up. That's great. That's like when TGIF but every, but everyone did. Everyone together. mixed yes. it up, though. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, not everyone. I, I think, love that. I love when worlds collide. Mm-hmm. You should look it up. I love it. I'm going to look it up. Um, is there anything else you guys feel like you'd be remiss to not speak to or mention where this is concerned? Uh, real quick, mm-hmm. there is an g- official Garfield YouTube channel, and it is insane. I just discovered it, it recently. I love it. Insane. Jim Davis. It's just Jim Davis being weird. There's one. Uh, I, you may have posted this, or yeah. Alex posted it, somebody. It's Jim Davis and uh, Garfield, a mascot character of Garfield, yeah. and there's one donut between <laughs> them. They're outdoors. They're like clearly in the like quad of the Paws Inc. campus. Yeah, <laughs> and they've set up a donut between them, and it's uh, quick cuts between Jim Davis and Garfield both eyeing the donut. Yeah, and then you hear like a whoosh. And the plate spins a little bit, and the donut is gone, and they cut to Garfield, and the Garfield <laughs> mascot has jelly and shit all over his face. And Jim Davis just looks to the camera and does, like, a, a take or whatever. It looks like... And that's it. It's, like, 30 seconds it long. It looks like oh high school God. kids put it together. Yeah. I was but, gonna s- but, it looks like what? It looks like high school kids put it together. It's not shot well. It's not edited but it, super well. But that's what's well. so great about it. Because there is <laughs> they just went out. They were like, we got to do something for the web, Jim. There's, we oh, gotta, yeah. We I need mean, social. everything you're there's saying, a bunch that's of video, exactly a what bunch it of sounds videos like. Where they go to a pet shelter, <laughs> and they just have a little Garfield doll that someone is holding in his hand and just rubbing it, like, you know, shaking it in front of dogs and just that. That's the video. Oh, my God. I don't know who's uh, signing off on this. It doesn't make any sense. It is not polished. It is not. But it's uh, fascinating because Jim Davis, I feel like I haven't seen good pictures videos. of Jim Davis for years. And that was like the first time I had seen modern Jim Davis. And he looks pretty much exactly like he does in the one picture I can think of with him where he has yeah. big rotund face smiling yeah. or whatever. And now he's just an older version of that. But it's like fascinating to me. It's such a cool. It's like a look. It, it humanizes him in such a way but it also doesn't because it's just like so weird well, it's like the folly of man you <laughs> know in, what kind of views are we talking oh i'm not sure many really i didn't think there were that many it's one of those weird things where you think that like a company like sears goes online and you're like oh everything sears does they must all their customers and then you look at a video and it has like 300 views that's kind of where i was yeah. coming from because people like okay. can see through there's plenty of things brands, like that like try to do fake web video where they're oh, trying man, to be viral could, or whatever if i could help jim davis's web presence i would love let's it. Jim, <laughs> let's figure it let's out let's just put make Guys, a proposal you really need to send an email I'll from do, pluggers <laughs> i'm willing to do like a like a solid like six page presentation oh, where we put together a plan page. let's put together a plan <laughs> for six months of content 
video content that we could do for Garfield and send it to Jim Davis. Ugh. You We're going to make should, $800 million. You guys should He's absolutely do that. Yeah. If, like, especially if there is, like, I feel like if it was actually good, there would be some kind of market for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nobody's going to watch 30 seconds of poorly edited, like, donut footage, but... I watched it I watched three times. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I say, it worked. I say no, nobody. What I mean, only you guys are going to... The web <laughs> was... a bu- Facebook was a buzz within yeah. our small circle that day. <laughs> yeah. Facebook was going nuts. Of finding the yeah. official... Yeah. <laughs> it was that and intense political statements on Facebook that day. Those yeah. were the two things that were happening. <laughs> it's uh, kind of like when you go to Ringo Starr's website and his videos are when just... When you do that? Yeah, when when Ooh, that happens yeah. in your And life. Ringo Starr is just like not knowing how to use a camcorder it's like you're a beetle <laughs> what are you doing making these videos go to the electric slides website sometime oh, it's geez. great it's great the electric slide.com or something Definitely. like that it's great Fair enough. do you think that jim it. davis is worth more than ringo star yes oh yeah oh god ringo star is not worth much is he Oh, he's worth a lot, but poor, I mean, Jim Davis is worth more. Ringo. <laughs> oh, Ringo's fine. He'll, He'll be in the palace in Monaco. He'll be all right. <laughs> His jackets all have high collars. Yeah. He'll be fine. Uh, well, thank you guys so much. This oh, gosh. Really thank you. I, I mean, so, I could talk about Garfield for such a rare opportunity for us to get to. <laughs> that's, that's, one of the, uh, that's one of my pleasures of doing the show, honestly, yeah. is yeah. that I know how much... Uh, typically, the guest like loves talking about whatever yeah. the topic is and yeah. finds like rare instances of actually being able to oh, like yeah. delve into it yeah. so it's, it's my great. pleasure this you're is doing so the fun. world a service <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think so and we that appreciate is it. very kind yeah. and jim we're serious we're coming at you we're coming <laughs> 12 page proposal you're gonna love you it. just doubled the size of our proposal <laughs> i will so. of course all right well, you know I'm, I'm, let's do it yeah, let's do it sean steven jim jim i mean that garf <laughs> garf john yeah. arbuckle Cody. can't Liz, leave any normal. of those guys out arlene This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.